Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. A video posted online by the Hamilton-based group iElect purportedly shows council voting to keep Sewergate a secret. You remember Sewergate? The 24 billion liters of sewage and untreated wastewater that flowed into Coots Paradise and Shadow Creek between 2014 and 2018. Yeah, that one. Four years worth of that ugly discharge. Well, there's a video posted online that, as I mentioned, purportedly shows council kept this all a secret. Uh, the person who put together that video is joining us now. Community advocate Cameron Kretsch joins us on Good Morning Hamilton. Good morning, Cameron. Good morning. Can you describe the video? I mean, we can't air it for our listeners. There's not much vocals to it. Uh, What's in the video? Yeah, I put together a couple of clips. And just to clarify, iElect reached out and they they used those clips for a video that they made. Um, But the clips I showed, one was from August of 2018, a couple of months before the last municipal election. And it showed council passing a motion to keep a report called the Chidoke Creek contamination report confidential. So it seemed like kind of a routine thing, but it showed them verbally all voting on it and no one being opposed to keeping the information confidential. And then a second clip showing them doing the same thing when they were given a verbal report at the very last council meeting before the election. So the idea here is that council was very well aware there was contamination in Chido Creek and they chose to keep that information confidential and keep it from the public. And that's what these video clips show. Why did you feel the need to release these video clips? Well, there was news recently that um, two members of city staff, one retired and one was no longer with the city, was the way that it was worded, uh, Dan McKinnon, Andrew Grice, who were at the center of this because, of course, they were both in the water department at the city, um, which has responsibility for what happened with the gate being left open for four years and those 24 billion liters of mixed raw sewage leaking into the local watershed. So once the announcement came that those two were no longer with the city, I thought it might be a good time to remind people exactly who was responsible for the cover up here, right? It was council who knew about it um, and council who decided not to let that information be known to the public. Um, We know when uh, Dan McKinnon was interviewed uh, at the time, when this became public because of a leak to the spectator in 2019, you know, their kind of standard line was, hey, this is a, a, you know, uh, what we do here when there's any risk of litigation, right? So they've they've taken an approach um, of trying to mitigate risk because they were worried about a fine. And in doing that, um, you know, put people in in danger. I mean, people were using this waterway and have been using this waterway for a long time. We're using it over that year um, where this was kind of kept secret. Um, and all the while, council just uh, kept a lid on it. So I thought the public should know. So do you, uh, in your best estimation, do you think that Dan McKinnon and Andrew Grice ultimately paid the price here? They, they were held accountable for this uh, occurrence? That's a tough one. We don't have details about why they've left the city. Uh, it's kind of coincidental that uh, the two of them are leaving on the same day, and they're connected to this. There's been lots of speculation on Twitter, but frankly, I don't know. Um, my interest here, and it has been this way since it started, this broke, the story broke by The Spectator in uh, November of 2019. Um, I put a petition out December of 2019 that had over 3,200 people saying that they wanted a public inquiry about this. So I think the important thing here is to keep this public narrative going and let people know, um, because it's very, very confusing um, to look at the timeline here and understand what happened. Um, and I think, frankly, 
it's uh, been orchestrated that way for a reason to make it difficult to determine who's responsible for here. And if in fact what's happened here is that Dan um, and Andrew have um, been put forward as scapegoats for this, I think the public has to recognize that there's a lot of blame to go around and that the last term of council is where this started. In saying that, and our guest this morning is Cameron Kretsch, community advocate here on uh, Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Should others at City Hall be held accountable? I mean, I think that council ultimately, that's where the, that's where the buck stops, right? That's the folks who make the decisions about what to do. There's a reason why these things were brought to council's attention. Ultimately, of course, the city manager is the person who's responsible for staff at City Hall. And that's the person ultimately council employs, right? Ultimately, council's in charge of the city manager. And if the city manager isn't doing a good job, they have ways to deal with the city manager. And ultimately, that's the person and staff who should be accountable for these kinds of things. But city council and councillors on council, those folks, we elect them, right? Um, these are the people we put in these seats to represent us. And ultimately, they're responsible. They're the ones who have had a very um, secrecy-based uh, decision-making process. We've seen many, many issues um, over the years of them keeping things to themselves. Um, in fact, at this time, what we're talking about in 2018, um, they didn't even have recorded votes or, or transparency around electronic recorded votes and things like that. So um, it was a very laissez-faire uh, type of meeting structure um, where it was probably easier to miss things than not. We've got about a minute here on uh, Good Morning Hamilton, at least in this segment. Uh, Cameron, you're obviously a very passionate uh, person in terms of what's happening in our city. Do you have plans to run for council at any point? I'm certainly giving it some thought, um, but haven't confirmed anything yet. Uh, it's still a ways away until next year in October. Cameron, appreciate the time. Thanks for shining a light on this uh, important topic. Thanks so much. Yeah, you too. Cameron Kretsch, Community Advocates, uh, joining us here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Uh, there are instances, I should I should say, there are instances where City Council goes into what they call in-camera to discuss sensitive or legal items. Um, whether there was a gray line here or a shaded line here, uh, you know, could be debated. We do know that the word cover-up has been used in this instance many times. Um, I think we're all confident in saying council wasn't as clear and wasn't as transparent in this uh, scandal. And I think they should have done a better job of doing so. Obviously, um, a couple of people, maybe, in McKinnon and Grice have paid the price for that scenario. But, uh, hey, the city has still a lot of work to do in terms of cleaning up the area, dredging, millions of dollars being spent. Um, this story obviously isn't uh, isn't going away. Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.